Good morning and welcome back everyone. It is Tuesday, December 28th and I'm your host Seth Kirkpatrick. Today we'll be taking a look at how President Trump signing the most recent COVID relief bill affected the stock market as well as the details of the Qualtrics IPO. All that and more on today's episode of the 5 Minute Drill brought to you by Up5 Media. President Trump's demand for larger stimulus checks may become a reality as just yesterday the House passed a bill that would increase the $600 check to $2,000, specifically for Americans making $75,000 and under. Now it's up to the Senate to also pass this bill, which is expected to happen sometime today. Now, although what the Senate might vote on is not definitive, some have openly expressed support for the increased checks, with Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer saying he would be pushing the Senate to pass this legislation. Now, if the bill doesn't pass in the upper house, it doesn't mean an end to all stimulus checks. As President-elect Joe Biden has openly supported having more checks during his term, while also supporting increasing the amount to $2,000. The stock market is now entering its last week of trading and started off on a very high note yesterday as a result of President Trump signing the $900 billion COVID relief bill. The Dow Jones jumped 204 points and is now at more than 30,400 points in total, while the S&P 500 rose 32 points and the Nasdaq Composite rose 94. Two of the most notable companies from yesterday's trading include both Apple and Disney, who both had around a 3% jump respectively. Now it's no secret that the major indexes have had unparalleled success this year, but let's put that success in numbers. For 2020, the Dow has grown more than 6.5%, the S&P 500 at 15.6%, and by far the biggest winner this year was the Nasdaq Composite, which skyrocketed more than 43%. Now, staying with the stock market, the cloud software vendor Qualtrics announced yesterday that it filed an S-1 with the Securities and Exchange Commission to set up their initial public offering. The company said its initial pricing range per share would be between $20 and $24, valuing the company anywhere between $12 and $14.4 billion. Qualtrics plans to be featured on the Nasdaq Composite with the ticker XM, and the IPO could happen as early as January of next year. The company also made another important announcement yesterday, that being had filed paperwork with the SEC to move on from their owner, SAP, a German-based software company. Now, this decision to continue independently is important because Qualtrics initially planned to go public in 2018, but their plans were brought to a halt when they are acquired by SAP for $8 billion. As for our next story this morning, CNBC reported that JP Morgan will be acquiring the third-party credit card loyalty company CX Loyalty. Now, though no financial terms have been announced, a part of the deal is that JP Morgan will be acquiring half of the company's employees and making a new division of the company within its retail division. Hugh Sun, a CNBC banking reporter who first broke the story, explained on Closing Bell why JP Morgan is making the purchase, explaining that it has to do with the anticipated travel boom for next year. Chase is, you know, very bullish on the ultimate, you know, rebound in travel, rebound in pleasure travel that's anticipated to happen. And so, you know, by making this move, they think that they can own both ends of the, you know, the travel loyalty ecosystem. On the one hand, they have the millions of customers, you know, for for, for their, their their popular credit cards. On the other hand, they're going to have relationships with the Marriotts, the Uniteds of the world, and they think that they can basically use their size and scale to get deals from the Marriott's and command deals from these folks that are better for their client, for their customers and they're unique to their customers. They could personalize deals 
And that's going to be one of the one of the big things you can see going forward is, you know, if you travel a lot to the Miami Wilford, for example, or to London, that you're going to start seeing deals populated within that Chase portal for you specifically. And for our last story this morning, the nation's busiest container port complex found in Los Angeles, California, reported that their cargo volumes were up 50% in the second half of this year when compared to the first six months. This radical jump in cargo is attributed to this year's higher amount of online sales, especially when accounting for the huge growth during this holiday season. Now, while the imports may be high, exports have been low, and in fact, they've been on the decline in the 23 of the last 25 months. Anyways, folks, that wraps up today's episode. As always, make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we look forward to catching you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue to redefine how you experience news. 